Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Personality First, Then Technology. Hi, today I'm coming in to talk about one of those things that I myself struggle with. So I am going to go talk about an article that was written by Joe Mulligan on December 3rd on 2020. You will find the article in Edutopia. So the title of it is A New Way to Think About Work-Life Balance. I was gravitated toward that article because I was just thinking, oh my gosh, I have to figure out how to manage all my projects that seem to be due all at the same time. In my case, either I have nothing to do, you know, everything is working slowly, but surely I have no deadline, no due dates, nothing due, or all the different parts of my life, there's something important happening in the same weekend. So I kind of like his article because he mentioned in his article, he was just saying that I had, he had, sorry, he had a bad work-life balance, which I believe I do too, you know, and I'm constantly guilty. I feel like if I'm working on my job work, which is getting ready to teach teachers about some new technology the county come up with, I can't really focus on helping the new teachers and in instruction, or I can't help spending time with somebody in, in my family who had someone passed away and they have the Zoom funeral, which, oh my God, I was so busy, I completely forgot. That really made me feel bad. So, because there was so much going on all at the same weekend. And he <laughs> came out and said, I'm laughing because he came out and said, I think that whole process and that whole thought, that whole movement is a myth. He said, it's not possible, or he says it's not possible to have work-life balance in the way we seem to think it will show up because all of us are different. What he says is, it's like what seems to be balanced for one person is going to be chaos for somebody else, which is true. Again, we're consistently coming back to personality. You notice every time we talk, we keep saying personality, individual. We're not necessarily saying that because we want you to stay in isolation. It's just for me, in my opinion, it's an opportunity to get to know you. And this journey, you have, you are with you on a regular so it is important to take time out, to start paying attention, to be aware of your patterns, your behavior patterns, and any aspect of your life. So with that being said, he broke down the strategies that he used to kind of minimize the guilt a little bit in three different ways, right? He mentioned that he have three categories. One of them is glass cups, what I'm going to interpret as the top priority that those have damages impact long-term. And then he has what he call plastic balls. If you drop them, they just bounce. You know, they have some consequences as well. The next section he, he broke it down in is a uh, ghost stuff. He said, that's in the air. They're not a drop, but you are necessarily the one that that's focusing on them. They are your inner expectation of what you want to do, your goals and aspirations and things you, you wanted to achieve. 
So let's look at that glass cup. He described the glass cup or the family stuff. That's for him. For me, my glass cup is my PhD that I'm finishing right now. Like if I get behind in my work and I don't do what I set out to do in terms of writing the article, synthesize the article, analyze the article, offer my opinion. Right now I'm working on the last two chapters. So I have to analyze the data that I just collected from the participant. So the more I don't do that, the further behind. And then of course I'm not gonna graduate on time, which I'm already years overdue. So that's my, my glass cup. And this is where he says that everybody is a bit different. What's glass cup to you is different for me. It's going to be different for him. It's different for him. And he described his glass cup of him missing time with his family, like seeing his, uh, uh, his daughter recital, missing a game, missing an anniversary, not writing a very important report for work. That's his. My, I just explained it to you already, is meeting the deadline to finish my dissertation. The next section that he would describe was the plastic balls, right? Because if you have a plastic ball, if you drop it, it's not necessarily going to break. It's just going to bounce until you pick it up and make it stop. So he said, these are the stuff you're juggling to do. Those are multitasking. Those are the simple, you know, they, I don't want to use mindless because you're still thinking about them. They still are important for you to do. These are the things, if you just let them go, what's the worst thing that could happen? You know, you said the boundaries, you, those are the things you could leave at the end of the night. Like if you have a schedule, daily schedule, you put on your phone that at 10 o'clock, I'm going to get off screen, right? So when it 10, 10 o'clock come, don't make another excuse. Don't say five more minutes, like five more minutes. And then that's five more minutes turn out to be two hours, three hours or four hours. But if you set the time, follow through for yourself. Let it go, pick it up later. Those things are gonna be there when, you, when you're ready to pick them up. So for me, my bouncing ball is uh, me creating this um, ebook of my experience to my PhD journey, which was a grueling, growing pain of experience. You know, but I also have some things on work that I could let hang for a minute. It's not really priority, you know, but it's important. I have to get to them later. So that's my bouncing ball. Okay, him, he's bouncing ball. He's putting his phone down and spending time with his family, make sure he doesn't check his phone all the time and he's present. You know, sometimes he watching the girl, his daughter want to show up and show him something. He actually pay attention. That's his, you know, plastic balls. And then he break it down to the ghosts. The ghosts are the things that are in the air. They are most important of all, but exist based on the story that he told himself. You know, these are the things you could find on on social media to compare yourself to. That's the area where you create your own expectation, your self-expectation of things you want to accomplish for yourself. You know, if you wanna do uh, a blog post or if you wanna set a presentation or make an off, um, not the word offer, 
you want to make a proposal to do something different at your job. For me, like I'm a staff development teacher. If I notice that my staff is asking the same question over and over again, I will search resources and see if I can compile some information to share with my teachers. I will make a proposal to my admin to see if I could teach on something like that. So um, there's really not that much consequences. There's really no real consequences to not accomplishing those things. So to me, I don't know. I I um I don't think I have any ghosts as of right now because as I said earlier, everything <laughs> seemed to be due on my life or every different part of the cluster time that I have in the different projects I'm involved in seem to all be need to be done by the end of December. So as of right now, I am dealing with glass cups and plastic ball. And my ghost is just, I'm a person of my word. I guess I could say that my ghost, I want to make sure I honor my timeline. I honor my word saying that I'm going to turn something in. Then I'm going to go ahead and, and do that. And Mr. Uh, I apologize. I didn't even just skip my brain because I'm looking at my time. Mr. Mulliken said, I'm going to read it word for word from the article because I he said it best. He said, the trick is to continually remind yourself of the enduring importance and fragility of the glass cups. We need them for ourselves, but also so that we can share what's in them with our loved one. So pay attention to whatever your glass cup is, because that's where the dire consequences are. But at the same time, too, please do take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Then Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to. Hopefully what I share with you today will not only resonate with you, but also will help you on this journey as we share these strategies to help others escape their unnecessary agony. And if this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to build our tribe of educators and even sub-tribe that is built to last. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then be sure to look out for an opportunity to get a free PDF of tech integration do's and don'ts, which will be announced in one of our episodes. I want to help you apply these three secrets of technology integration to step into your role as a leader to help me end the endless suffering of classroom educators not feeling comfortable with technology or feeling overwhelmed and lost. Thanks again for running, for tuning in, and I'll see you in the trenches, my friend.